Hello everyone, welcome to Any Football Podcast, episode number 11. Uh, we've been away. Um, I'm not really sure what excuse to give. I was away in Cornwall for a little while. Indy, what have you been up to? Not much. Cool. <laughs> Jav, what have you been up to for the last <laughs> three weeks of no podcast? It took you a long time to say uh, not much. I trying to think back, I couldn't think of anything. God, what haven't I been up to? Great. Jesus. Haven't okay. stopped doing things all day. All right, let's crack on with the football then. Um, let's let's briefly skim over the last weekend's last Premier three League weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how many weeks there were goals. We uh, there were some offside decisions. So Arsenal were top. Bloody hell, it's going back. Going back on the three weeks. Um, okay, weekend's results. Um, there were wins for all the top six teams apart from Chelsea. We will get into the Man United Chelsea game shortly. Um, there were also wins for uh, Stoke City, Watford. Um, and other notable draws were Crystal Palace Leicester and Sunderland West Ham. Anyway, straight on to Manchester United versus Chelsea. Man United came away with 2-0 winners um, against Chelsea at home. Mourinho has been held up all of a sudden as the special one again. He found the right tactic, he had the formula, he played a team he knows very well in Chelsea um, and he came up with a perfect system to stop Chelsea attacking. A great start ahead of the weekend was that it's the first time Chelsea have not had a shot on target for 24 years. Um, Jack, what do you think of the game as a, as, a, as a spectacle? What do you think of it? Uh, I thought it was okay. It wasn't the world's best game. Um, I think Mourinho tactically uh, got it right. And Man United really seemed up for it. They seemed a lot more... Uh, hungry for the ball than Chelsea. It was weird. It was a very subdued performance from Chelsea. None of their main players really kind of uh, stood out or took responsibility. Hazard was anonymous. What? Why did you put the Hazard? Um, what did you put that performance? Well, obviously, to? you know Herrera was man marking him for the whole game. So Mourinho just told him, "Look, wherever Hazard goes, you go." I think there was a map that showed Herrera was just leaving from midfield to defence to basically anywhere Hazard would go, he'd follow him. Um, but should it really be that easy to man-mark the player of the year out of a game? Also, if, if you man-mark one, they're top of the league, and if you yeah. man-mark their best player, yeah. why don't Chelsea have anyone else to step up to the plate? What went wrong there, surely? I mean, they have other quality players, and you know, they have strikers and other midfielders they have. Why did no one else step up and even have a shot on target or create too many clear chances? Is it not there? just that Mourinho got everything spot on? But did he? What did he get spot on? What get stick I'll, stick to Hazard? I'll be honest, I didn't watch the game. But then when I when I when at the time I didn't watch it live. <laughs> it's, it's a little bit too honest. But I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when I when I saw the when I saw the teams filter through, I was I was really disappointed with the fact that they weren't playing Mkhitaryan, they weren't playing Ibrahimovic. We know why Mata Mata's injured, cool. so that's effectively their front three, their starting eleven out. And I thought, well, Jose doesn't care about this game. He's throwing it. Well, little did I know that uh, he got it spot on with Rashford and Lingard. Oh, they were great, actually. It's pure counter-attacking. You uh, you watched the teams filter in, but then you didn't uh, watch the game. I was out. It's all right. (laughs) Everybody listeners, Um, (laughs) I did catch up with the game, just so you know. (laughs) I've seen everything. Uh, No, Lingard and uh, Rashford up front. Rashford was on... Brilliant. I thought yeah. I thought that's one of the best performances I've seen from Rashford, to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, he's had moments of like very good moments, but as a performance, I think mm. he was very, very good. He's time. been due a big game, I think. Do you I, think? And it was against the top defence in the league. Was as well. it a good? Well, it turned out obviously to be a good thing to leave Ibrahim, Ibrahimovic on the bench, but 
like, do you think like it's a hindrance having him there to like Rashford and Lingard? Like, do they not perform as well when he's playing? Does he slow? There's been an argument that he slows the whole game down. Yeah, I think in the long run, I think having him around will do their careers a world of good. Wait, isn't his contract coming to an end at the end of the summer? Yeah. He's currently free Is that got something to do with it? Is Mourinho saying to him, listen, you're not extending, so you're on the bench? I think that Ibra was quoted at the weekend before the game. As saying to, that he's tired. And he wasn't expecting to play this many games. And he's played a huge amount of games. He's their best player this season. Um, but again, slightly weird game to drop him for. Although they do have the Europa League game coming Was he soon. told that he was getting dropped? Then he comes out and says, oh, I'm tired. They could have planned it that way around. You know, or was it just? I think it was tactical. I think he knew the way to counter Chelsea was to play on the counter, and the pace of Rashford troubled. I think he troubled David Luiz because if you remember, Ibrahimovic was suspended in the in the cup game, mm. and I think although Chelsea won narrowly, I think Rashford did cause David Luiz quite a few problems, and his pace just exposed them time and time again. I mean, Chelsea being the best team in the league. Um, the season and they'll probably go on to win the Premier League we can mention Tottenham later on um, should it be that easy I mean if you look at tactically and what Mourinho actually did you man mark their best player and you put a bit of pace up top you know, should think, it be that easy to be the best team in the league was it just an off day well, I think it was just an off day for I, Chelsea I, I think there's never a lot of that to be honest with you. I think Mourinho's maybe getting a bit too much credit I think so I mean who man marked Pogba because I didn't see him at all <laughs> man marked himself and can people stop man marking Ozil please because he's disappeared as well <laughs> Also, man marking. So when does come back into trend? Obviously, it's making a comeback. False nine. Mourinho, Mourinho obviously had has previous man marking. I think when he had to play, um, obviously the great Barcelona team of a few years ago, he settled with um, Pepe into midfield, man marking Messi, which was pretty yeah. filthy. He's more of an assassin than a man marker. Yeah, and, um, a, and have a free transfer. But with so. with Chelsea, I know you said they've been the best team. They're probably. If oh, gonna, you can't argue that. No, no, no. I'm saying if they, if they end up winning the league, of course. I mean, up till now, yeah, I would say they have been. Um, <laughs> what I was going to say was that the one thing where they have been lucky is that they've been able to field their first 11 for pretty much every game. So missing Alonso and also Courtois, I think that had a big impact on it. Because also well, they, they moved uh, Aspilicueta on the... On the right, on the left, and then they swapped him and Moses at one point as but well. But do you think Bekovic was at fault for any of the goals? Um, potentially. What you are right though is they have played the starting, the same starting back four for pretty much the whole season. Yeah. So the games they that sh- was a big thing. It makes a difference. That they struggled even when Victor Moses was out. They lost to Crystal Palace recently as well. Wasn't it also strange seeing Kante lose the ball for their second goal as well? Mm. This is like you know, Mister Invincible. Nothing goes wrong for Kante this season, but mm-hmm. just he got dispossessed really easy in his own area. That was quite a strange sight. I think yeah, just an off day. Player of the season, Kante. I think his favourite. I don't. I don't think so. No. Who do you give no. it to? It, it, Which Tottenham player would you give it to, Jeff? <laughs> I mean, Alexis is in there. Think about Özil. <laughs> uh, Welbeck. The thing is, Alexis though, you laugh. He's he's been in a terrible team and still killed it. Then give it to Jermaine Defoe. But he does. He hasn't done as well as Sanchez. He's only a couple of goals off, and he's in a shocking team. He's not a couple of goals off. <laughs> he's, I'm sure he's just a handful of goals off. I can't believe he Deli Ali. Why is Deli Ali not in that list? Who's that? Player of the year. Deli Ali's nothing. I think. I think the the votes done way too early as well. I never understand this. Why are you asking people to vote? on the player of the season before the season is finished? It can't be that hard in this day and age. Well, no, it's Ping only out one email. Left. 
it doesn't matter. Ten, the last ten games are probably games the most crucial as well. Yeah. And, and true, in fact, there's all the European games to go for as well. What if there's someone scores game time. in the next ten games and they win the league? Ibrahimovic scores in every game, <laughs> yeah. and they win the league. It is a bit stupid. Okay, um, just a quick comment on Chelsea only having a four-point lead above Spurs, who won Indy. What if you had to give an odds chance of uh, Tottenham winning the league? Would you put it down to percentage-wise? Maybe. Or do you, do you agree with Conte 50-50 or not? No, 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 no. Chelsea are with a four-point lead, plus they've led the league. I mean, there might be there may be a little seed of doubt in their heads now, but I still would say 60-40. Who do Chelsea have left to play? Yeah. They've got six games left, I think, and their hardest game is Everton away, from what I remember. But the nerves, the nerves, I think people like Gary Neville have touched on it as well. And it, just at this point, being the team that's being hunted down... It was different with last year with Leicester. I think there was a lot of goodwill shown towards Leicester. I think people would be quite happy for Chelsea to fall off. You know, I know they've sat at the top of the league for a long time. Yeah. It's a different feeling, and I think Spurs, whilst they have probably the harder run in, I think it might benefit them being the team doing the chasing right now. I understand that point of view. I think that what might actually take Chelsea over the edge and over the winners' line is that they have a team of winners. They have a team who has won the Premier League. They've been there and done it. They've had that kind of pressure before. Um, and if, as long as they can play on that positively, I think the league should be theirs. Again, Spurs are relatively inexperienced. They've got, I think, still the youngest team in the Premier League. And they don't, we don't know what it's like to win. They've got, they got a few people who have won league before, but not in the Premier League, like Lloris and some of the Ajax boys. But Yeah. Jab, do you think Chelsea have anything to worry about? Um... Bear in mind they had... Was it a 10-point lead? 11-point lead? 13 just, at one point. 13. Over Spurs, anyway. Yeah. Really. So, a couple of weeks ago, they had uh, 10 points. Tottenham still have some tough games, don't they? Yeah. Man United. Smashing it we'll with 4-0. We'll That's beat them 4-0. Points. Beat who 4-0? Standard result at White Hart Lane nowadays. No, they'll be tough. The lo- those last two, but you've got to remember also, the last North London derby at White Hart Lane and then also the very last game is going to be Man United nah, so you know what? Chelsea too got emotional this. Chelsea got it they've got look they've got Southampton Middlesbrough West Brom Watford and Sunderland to beat but in fairness they, I think Spurs will have to be almost invincible right now I mean not invisible they need to be definitely perfect. not invisible they need to be perfect they need to win every game I think it's possible there's only six games left even if you win every game the as, back long of as, seven as long winning. as Chelsea do what they need to do they're going to win the league that's a draw, one draw and one loss. That's all it takes. Who are they going to draw to? Four points is nothing. Who are they going to draw to? Middlesbrough, West Brom, Watford or Sunderland? They lost to Crystal Palace only the other week. Things happen. Okay. Hazard could get, he could get an injury, he if, could be sent off. If Tottenham Anything had won, could happen. If Tottenham had won all Four their points. games from the start of the season, they'd be the champions, okay? So, <laughs> if that, anyone, I hate that argument. All we have to do is win all of our games. Well, we yeah. put ourselves within a If Monty had bothered to my uncle. Yeah. More than <laughs> Arsenal, who are like 14 points off, but anyway. Oh, second or fourth, big deal. You're not fourth. We will be. <laughs> Just uh... a few points off fourth, <laughs> Whatever, same thing. Okay, Premier League talk over. Uh, today is Tuesday as we're recording this, and that means that the Champions League is back. Um, there are two games this evening. The first game being Leicester versus Atletico Madrid. Atletico Madrid won their home... Um, fixture 1-0 and now they're back at Leicester um, Jav do you think Leicester can do what they did against Sevilla against a Spanish team high-flying Spanish team yeah. and pull off a bit of a comeback you know what Leicester are my second team this season I, I, I've been backing Leicester since the start especially in the Champions League 
Um, I kind of said right at the start of the season that Leicester will write off the Premier League and they'll go for hell for leather in the Champions League. Um, I was the only one who backed them to beat Seville. I made a bit of money on that one. Thank you very much. That was a good little uh, result for me. Um, and I fancied them against Atletico as well. Um, I don't know. I got a sneaky suspicion that they're going to pull it off. I think it'll be difficult to overturn that 1-0 defeat. But there was nothing in it in that first leg. There wasn't that much in it. Like, that penalty was, you know... I guess the one thing they haven't got working for them is that they don't have the away goal that they had against Sevilla. They haven't got yeah. that so they have to be extra cautious at the back. But they've only conceded one goal as well. Um, they've got a bit of a defensive problem as well. I think Wes Morgan's out. Um, and I think but the atmosphere is going to be great. It's going to, this is their final, basically. This is their cup final. Yeah, I mean, they're pretty much safe, I think, in the Premier League. They've, they've racked up enough wins and an extra one or two wins and they'll be okay. It's um, just amazing they're even in the quarter-final of the Champions League. They're 90 minutes away from a semi-final. Three seasons ago, they were in Division 2. I feel like, though, if they were playing anyone else other than Atletico Madrid, Atletico have got them exactly where they need them. This what is perfect for them. Leicester has to have to come out of them. They have to come out of them. They, they... I think it's the best draw they could have got. Who, who, else, who are they going to... Atletico, yes. Real Madrid, Bayern Munich, Juve, Barca. I honestly think Maybe Monaco. Well, no, even Monaco. I think you're wrong. Oh, Atletico are, are like a super version of Leicester. I, so like they've I got, like I say, they've got them credit. exactly where they want them. There's one nil. They're one nil up. They yeah. don't need to go chasing. Diego Simeone has got no, no problems with being an absolute. Sorry, I was going to swear. I tell um, you now. But the thing is, he he can be. You know, he doesn't care about being pretty on the eye. He'll sit back. Neither he'll take body. the one nil. He'll take a nil nil, no problem, as long yeah. as his team go through. I, I think that one of the differences against Sevilla. Sevilla find themselves at the top of the Spanish league as a bit of a one off. To be honest with you. Um, and they've obviously you know, run out of energy and their form, their league form suffered. Atletico Madrid, they're seasoned now. They've beaten Real Madrid and Barcelona, um, not only in the league, but face-to-face as well, over the last few years. And that team is full of winners, full of serious experience, not only in the Champions League, where they got to the final not too long ago, and a win in La Liga. Um, so I think it's going to be a, a quiet challenge for Leicester. It's going to be a tough ask, 100% it will. But I don't know. I just I feel like this is... I think they're going to do it. Also, wasn't there some crazy stat about Atletico? They've had something like 15 clean sheets and 17 Champions League games. It's a one-off game. It doesn't mean anything. Doesn't surprise me. Okay, that's the, that's the first game for this evening. The second game this evening is Real Madrid versus Bayern Munich. Um, wait, wait. Can we get score predictions on that? <laughs> on Leicester Atletico Madrid? Yeah, yeah, yeah why not? Um, Jeff, you're very confident of Leicester winning. What do you think? 2-0? I, I don't know about scores. I don't do scores. I just know no, you're back in Leicester. that they will, they will do it. Are you Leicester money on will it? go through. You know what? The, the results, uh, the, the price last week was 66-1, to 1, which is a ridiculous price. On a two-horse race? Yes, exactly. That's what I mean. That's what, that's why like everyone's writing them off. I'm like they're not that far behind. Two nil, two nil to Atletico tonight. Yeah. Three nil on aggregate. I, I, I think it's a one-all draw. Atletico should go through. Okay. Uh, Real Madrid versus Bayern Munich. Um, Real Madrid take a two-one lead from the away game into the home fixture. Um, there, this is formality, isn't it, Indy? Don't you think Real Madrid just go through here? Really. Mm. Two, they have two away goals they're playing at home they haven't lost at home in a while well actually I've not lost at home for a long time when's the last time Bayern, Bayern had a positive like result 60 games or something Spanish league is almost wrapped up there's a Classico to go but they have three points in the game in hand 
um, they can focus on this one. Bale's out, apparently. Um, but Ronaldo's oh, really? back. I think, think Bayern are an incredible side. Like, they've got so much talent. It's funny, though, as soon as they've come up against uh, Barcelona or Real in recent seasons, they've just been soundly beaten. I remember when Ancelotti was in charge, funnily enough, of Real Madrid at the time. I think they beat them 4-0. Uh, Real Madrid beat Bayern 4-0 at Bayern's home ground. So... I don't know. Maybe maybe they've got a something mental a mental block against Real Madrid. Also, Real Madrid are they're looking in good form. You know, even with these late winners, Isco again on the weekend. Um, I can't see how Bayern are going to beat them. They certainly have enough talent to cause Real problems, though. But I, I, I lean towards Real Madrid winning. Yeah, I think it's hard not to back Real Madrid in this one. Jav, anything else to add in that game? No, I think you're right. I think Real Madrid will beat them. But I'm just shocked at, like, the level of... It just shows you the the golfing class, like, the way they dispatched Arsenal. Like, 10-2, and then suddenly they're going to get spanked by Real Madrid. It's Arsenal. Like, Arsenal, I can't imagine Real Madrid spanking us 10-2. But apparently they do (laughs) 14-2, so... All roads lead back to Arsenal. It's just ridiculous. Okay, t- tomorrow's games, they're set up quite nicely. Um, first, first things first, Barcelona-Juventus. Can Barcelona pull off another miracle in the Champions League, Jav? What do you think? No, I, I, I don't think this Barcelona team is that great at all. Um, I think everything got a bit overhyped through their amazing comeback, where really it was just more of an amazing collapse by PSG. Um, so you wanted to go through? Yeah, comfortably, comfortably. Indy, what do you think? Uh, I think Juve are a really good team. And I think they showed it in the first leg and I think there's no chance of them bottling it the way uh, PSG did. You could almost tell the mentality of PSG going into that game. You know, I think they even made, there was that video leaked before where a few, four, three, oh, four of their time. players, no, <laughs> where they're actually talking about the game like, oh, what would you do if, if we somehow went out of this game? So the fact that it was even entering their minds. But I think uh, Juve have so many winners within that team, not to mention a very uh, stingy Italian defence, plus Daniel Alves. Alves was amazing in the first game. He was, like, kicking Neymar. Neymar was almost petrified to even try and take him on. Is, they made a bit of a mistake. Like, you know, I don't get this whole thing of letting players go the minute they turn 30. That's what I like about Juve, though. Juve don't care about true. taking a pun on Evra. Well, they took Evra. They got uh, Alves now. When, when they need that little like, bit of experience... Players in America now. No. Before. Before. <laughs> um, but they got that nice blend. He's also not 30 some, anymore. <laughs> keep up, Jav. Pillows in America. They got a real nice blend, I think, of like, the youngsters plus like seasoned winners as well. You know... Dybala now the whole world is talking about how good this kid is the and he looks like he's just the new Pogba the, the new Pogba <laughs> God I hope not oh uh, his goals but, but the mistakes that Barca were making in that game in the first game very uncharacteristically um, they've got an 8 point lead in Italy as well so they can really focus on this game they could I don't know if they were to need players or didn't at the weekend but they can really I, I think they've got a good chance of winning it the whole the whole competition. It, it'd be nice to see, an Ita- you know, Barcelona, my Barcelona allegiances aside, um, it'll be nice to see an Italian team win the Champions League again, though. It's been a while. Yeah. I can't think of the last one. Yeah. Would it? Why? Because they were a great nation in Europe and their, their league and European performances has taken a big hit. And I like the fact that it's a real competition, that it isn't just 
Barcelona, Real Madrid, or Bayern Munich who are it's going to win it. Boring, aren't it? It, it, it is boring. It's boring. English teams have been pathetic recently. Yeah. What's happened um, to English team in the Champions League? What hasn't happened? Completely. Well, Arsenal don't try. Spurs well, Tottenham aren't even in it. Spurs can't win at Wembley. <laughs> the whole first round was just to eliminate Spurs. United can't even get into the competition, so. Thing is, even if they were in it, this is the thing. This is how pathetic United it is. Take a three, no, well, they got spanked by. They're strong. Monaco they're struggling against Anderlecht. City, yeah. Like this is. Ugh. It was poor. Uh, the second game tonight is the Dortmund versus Monaco game in mm-hmm. France. Um, Monaco won three two in the first game. Obviously, after the, the terrorist explosion. Um, there was a lot of talk that the game shouldn't have gone ahead. Yeah. Shouldn't. They gave them one day's notice. What do you mean it shouldn't though? Imagine all the fans have gone all the way down there. A tire exploded. Big deal. It wasn't a tire. It was a bit more. Yeah. What? How much damage was done? Uh, let's not get. Let's not get too political. Nothing happened. Did you see? Uh, it was Nuri, a little tire. I think Nuri Sahin and uh, also Thomas yeah. Tuchel when they what? they interview afterwards. You could see how affected they were by Why? Why blow their own tire? teammates still in a in a hospital. That one guy got a little bit of glass in his in his arm. I think when you're that close to Terror. your own death. What w- death? There was an explosion. It could, it could have been a lot worse than it ended up being. Anyway, the game took place. Um, Monaco won 3 2, three away goals. Do you think Borussia Dortmund can come back and pull off a bit, bit of a cup? There are quite a few comebacks actually waiting to happen here. I think so. Yeah. I think they could. I think I fancy Monaco because I, I, they've been my team ever since they knocked Spurs out of the Champions League. I just feel. I thought they were very good when they did, and they've just got better and better, and they're also winning. Uh, uh, the French league as well at the moment. They score goals for fun. They also concede for fun in the Champions League, and they're really fun to watch right now. So it's like a hipster's dream this game, because um, I think Dortmund obviously are fantastic going forward yeah. as well. It's going to be exciting. I, I love watching uh, the kid. What's his name? Mbappe, Mbappe play at the moment. The guy is just so the fake on so hot right now. That everything just goes in for him at the moment. And then on the, on the other end, you've got Obama Yang. Is this guy that good? Mbappe? Yeah, the fake on He looks good every time I've seen him. He's scoring goals for fun. Sometimes, sometimes his team come along with a lot of names and you pretty much, you're pretty certain now that this is the last time you'll see Monaco maybe with this much form and this much firepower. Yeah. Because once the, rich, once the big clubs come in this summer for their star players, they'll probably have a bit of a rebuilding. Yeah, it's incredible. It's incredible. When I saw Spurs played Monaco only a year ago in the Europa League and we beat them 4-1. With, with a reserve side pretty much <laughs> yeah. with Eric Lamella scoring a hat-trick so when we drew them in the Champions League everyone, everyone was like this is like the easiest draw we could have got and little did we know how much Monaco would have improved in a year Falcao is like reborn the guy looks amazing are they good? I mean there's rich pickings there in that side I can imagine they're going get, to get probably get picked apart this summer but I don't know they're a really exciting team I, I think when they come up against if they do go through they come up against a Real Madrid or one of the big boys they probably will lose just because they do still concede a lot yeah. but they'll give them a scare for sure I think going forward they are brightening the pace at which they play with ok so you're back in Monaco to go through yeah. Jav same yeah definitely so actually the, from the four fixtures we've spoken about the one that's really kind of like on the edge of the moment is the Atletico Madrid Leicester game yeah um, sure. all the other three got probably strong favourites in all three other games yeah I think so um, ok that's enough Champions League football um, back to our sunny yet cold shores um, we have the FA Cup is back this weekend um, and I think it's been a while since we've had two 
semi-finals with four of the biggest teams in the country. There's always been the a couple of underdogs in there. No more Lutons, no more Bristols. <laughs> no more Wolves. Mm-hmm. See ya. Um, on, Sat- on Saturday, we have Chelsea versus Tottenham, um, which is set up very nicely. Is that a lunchtime kickoff or a late one? Day. Five o'clock, 5.30. Yeah. Right, the lunchtime kickoffs never do that well. No. no. Sack them off. I think you need to get the fans all drunk and then get them into the eee, stadium. <laughs> punch up, boy. <laughs> Add a bit of spice Couple to of it. pints. We also need these games played at Villa Park again. Why? Neutral. I don't like it at Wembley. Yeah, no one likes it at Wembley, but... They have to pay the bill somehow. Not Villa Park, though. No one wants to go to Birmingham. Thanks. More offending all our Midlands did, fans there. Oh, yeah. All the fans from Middlesbrough. one of you. <laughs> Did they ever used to pick a neutral stadium that was close to both? Or was it like, you're both London teams? Touch it, you're going to Villa Park. <laughs> no, I don't know. They did do that, actually, when I remember Spurs playing Arsenal and they played at St. James's Park. <laughs> what? That makes no sense. Really? To Newcastle. Yeah, really? Campbell, we'll to Newcastle. It was the summer before. That's not really close. They Sol Campbell played for us and then left to go to the other side. I don't know who you're talking about. Don't know who, yeah. Um, okay, just a quick question. Do you think that this Chelsea Tottenham game could have a bit of a knock on effect into the league, yes. like psychologically? I Let's say, so. for example, Spurs pull off a great victory, win 3 0. Um, can that really affect the Chelsea players, do you think, moving forward, indeed? Yes, definitely. There's a direct Correct, answer. Jeff, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you think? As, as, or is it just complete one off and then back to le- league is back to, back to normal business? Um. I think this is a really good chance if because both teams are going to play their best teams, right? If you were smart, if you were a smart manager, and I know what this is what Mourinho would do, <laughs> is he'd just go out and injure their top players. Just go out. Great idea. Get like... Eric get, Dyer. Yeah. Take the red card take for the Hazard. team, but go out and make sure Kane, Ali do not walk again this season. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Literally. Just I wasn't thinking that way around. Take their yeah. legs out. And be like, oh, okay, fine. You won this game. Lo siento. And that's it. That's the league's done. That's good good luck playing without Kane and Ali for the rest of the season. I love how Mourinho's got this reputation. For but Mourinho would do that. You know that. He's, he's ruthless. Just going back to this is cup He's football. a winner. This is cup football, so it's a one-off game. Going back to that, what we saw over the weekend with Mourinho. For me, he is the one manager you would want. If you've got a one-off game that you need to win, totally. I would want Mourinho in charge of my team. Yeah. Like he would do what it takes and he would study and know exactly how to counter. Like it would never be, it would always be in retaliation to the way the opposition is set up. He's a winner, mate. But I wonder, like, how will that affect Spurs going in? Like, we already had a positive result against Chelsea in the last time the two teams played. And it was a good game, but I think Spurs were worthy 2 0 winners. Um, but United showed a different blueprint on how to play Chelsea as well. Yeah, I think it's set up really nicely. So obviously you're going you're back in Spurs to win Indy. Um, Jav, you want to put your name in the hat? Mm, it's really well balanced. The only problem is that if Chelsea lose, they're on a real downward spiral. Yeah, they've lost two of the last four games. Um, this will be three of the last four. And you're right, that, that's when mentally it could start to take a bit of a effect. Because... That'd be what three on a trot. They lost against Crystal Palace. Yeah, Pal- they they had a victory after Crystal Palace. Okay. So, but yeah, pretty bad form. <clears throat> I don't know. Pick a winner. I reckon Tottenham will lose. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> Always lets us down. Even if you were top by twenty points, it's still safe. I just I just don't see you guys. You guys, you know what? You you're good at the run up, but then you bottle it at the final moment. Well, well you've been in one league 
championship race in the this last is, 20 this years. This is your whole history. You haven't won anything in the last 20 years. Get on with it. Also, I think this is really crucial for Spurs to try and win this game. Because, well, at uh, least to try. No, no, we need to win this because uh, it would be a crying shame right now if this side doesn't win a trophy. Oh, stop that. As much as we've said like Chelsea have been the best stop team, I don't agree. That. I think Spurs have been the best team. No one likes I think we played the best now. team, the best, the best football. And we deserve a trophy. We need to go out and we show it. We deserve a trophy. No, no, we need to go and prove it now. What about you, Dan? What do you reckon? Um, yeah, it, it. it's hard not to be biased. Um, I think the fact that we're on the run of seven wins in a row, that is in, that's great for morale. And that form we can carry on into this game. Seven um, wins, amazing. And I think that could really help us against Chelsea at Wembley. We have this Wembley thing still going on, obviously. We haven't won yeah. in a while. Um, it'd be nice to get over that before next season kicks in. Um, the other semi-final, which is to be played on Sunday, I believe, is Manchester City versus Arsenal. The big boys. Um, both teams struggling to get into the top four in the league at the moment. The rude boys. Um, neither team is in Europe. The gangsters. And <laughs> thanks for your description, Jeff. Um, do you want to give a favourite to this? Do you think do you think Manchester is your favourites? Are they the obviously favourites? Um, Arsenal will show the world. Okay, Indy, what would you like to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> That's enough of that. Okay, uh, no, wait, let's give Jab a chance to finish that. Down. He's had a few sentences just to readdress what he was going to say and this say something is, sensible. Here's the thing. This is the worst Arsenal team I remember <laughs> in all go. my time supporting Arsenal. Honestly, since 96, 95, 96, the worst team I can ever remember. Okay. And we're still better than Tottenham. In what world are you better than Tottenham right now? In the Premier League world. Uh, who got to the FA Cup final? <laughs> it's the FA Cup semi-final. Yeah, once we win this one, we win the final. <laughs> so, you're, so you're going to beat Man City? And new idiots will be out. Um, I think we'll beat Man City. I don't think Man City are that great, to be honest with you. I think Arsenal are good at that one-off game. We're not good over a long period of the season. You've lost five of your last nine games. That's pretty poor for... Do you know what? I'm starting to watch to Arsenal. Like Man, Man City have lost one of the last ten. They've lost one of those ones. And I do start to wish like we lose. Like once like Mirrors were scored last night, I was like, go on, score again, score again. I just because you want to change, you just want something to change. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to get rid of the riffraff. Okay. Be it players, manager, you just want something to change. Not the same thing. Wenger um, in. Does that stick with this game then? Do you also would you take a defeat at this game then to help your agenda? Or? In Wenger we trust. I think you're going to win. But yeah, I game. would take a defeat because I don't care about the FA Cup. I couldn't care. Even if we win it, who cares? Like, I don't like the would, FA Cup. Would this one not be worth more than the previous two that this you've just won? This is the problem, is that if Tottenham win it, this would be your favourite thing that you've ever done in your life. Yeah. This would just be any other day for an Arsenal fan. It would be great. Yeah, see, this is what I mean. We don't care. We've won this see, competition over and over and over and over again. I want Arsenal to win this because if Wenger gets some silverware, he might... Announce it the second he lifts up the trophy. <laughs> uh, by the way, when I'm saying another two years, <laughs> I mean, Arsenal fans won't know what to do. Do we celebrate or do we Or they lose around? the final and then he announces it. Silver lining, I'm staying. <laughs> I know you two have hated the FA Cup throughout this whole podcast. I'd still love for Spurs to win it. Why? Yeah, I want I want to. love it. it so, it, would it, you rather win the FA Cup not and the Premier come League. second in the Premier League? Wait, what's the options if, if, we, fin- if we win the and FA Cup? Second. Oh, and finish second. Or, I'll take that all day. What do, what do you mean? Or win the or Premier win the, League. Oh, no, uh, then win the Premier or League. Or win this Premier League. Win the Premier League. I think, what I, about? I think your, your question, Jaff, if I can rephrase it for you, because uh, you're trying to have a dig and you're struggling slightly. So let me have a dig against my own team. I'm not having a dig at anyone. I'm just trying would to be, show what would, it is As a Tottenham fan, Indy, would you take winning the FA Cup 
they were, for example, finishing out the top four, or finish second and lose the FA Cup. What's more important, the Champions League or the FA Cup? Ah, uh, it's really no, sad. Qualification it's really sad, but I take I would take second because <laughs> because it constitutes it was a it was a title charge it was a title challenge, and hopefully in the long run you'd like to think that we challenge again next year. So the FA Cup is meaningless. Whereas if we're dropping out of the top four... So fourth spot is more important than the FA Cup. It's not... It's not. And that's why I love Jabba being against the FA Cup for ages. It shows ages. you how lame the, the competition is. They're even just I want to win it. I want that moment that you win up a trophy, pick up a trophy, and I think it will help the players it's grow. An, it's an excuse. It's a convenient excuse that you can't do both. You can do both. Of course you can. Ferguson used to do it all the time. Manchester City have done Arsenal it. do it all the time. It's just you guys can't do it. So... Pick. So I'm not even going to deny it. Arsenal are the best. You know, I would like. I am envious when you even won won the trophy a couple of times. So yeah, here's the problem. We didn't care. Good for you. I okay. think City are going to win just for the record. Jack, let me ask you this question. Um, Hit me. Actually, I'm sure we, I know what the answer is going to be now. We had this chat. Um, you're, you're currently sixth in the league. Um, would you not like to win the FA Cup or and finish fifth or sixth? No. Or get destroyed in the semi-final yes. and sneak in fourth. Yes, 100%. Definitely. Yeah. I'd, no, I couldn't care less about the FA Cup, honestly. But, I, but just going back to the Champions League, wouldn't you like one season, considering you've been knocked out in the second round mm-hmm. seven or eight years in a row now, wouldn't you like one season without the Champions League destruction and put in a nice um, league run, for example? We put in a nice league run every year. Apart from this year? Yes. Daniel, apart from it, this it's, year. It's tactical, isn't it? <laughs> we, we're focusing on the FA Cup this year. <laughs> That's why. I almost think that it's a bit more of a hindrance. The further you get in the FA Cup, the worse it gets because you don't actually want to win it, but you feel like, well, we've made it through all these rounds we're now. We're Wembley now. And then suddenly, like, oh, we don't want to lose to Tottenham or we don't want to lose to Man United or we don't want to lose to Chelsea. And you can't play your kids anymore. But if either. I lose to Hull City, eh, we went out. Big deal. Like, you At the semi final stage, you want to win it. Sure. You don't. You're it's there, not that you want to win it. It's so just close. you just don't want to lose to the other team. Like if I was playing Aston Villa in the semi-final, I'd be like, fine, beat us. Who cares? If we were playing Tottenham, we're like, no way, lose this game. Doesn't matter. Even if it means we have to win the is cup. It, for you guys, is there not more significance because of who the top four? Uh, sorry, the last four are in this cup competition. Yeah, it's set up really nicely. I think, like, like I said at the, at the outset, it's been a while since we've had you know for the top teams in the Premier League. In the semi-final, I also think there's some ramifications if Spurs or whoever was to win the Your ramification <laughs> FA Cup this year. <laughs> That's an inside joke. No one on care. It sets it up nicely. If Chelsea do go on to win the the league, um, the Community Shield will be you know the curtain raiser will be between Spurs and Chelsea. <laughs> it will be a nice intro into the so next. Far ahead of I know. <laughs> I know. And he's flashing forward five no, months. just because a like, charity game. <laughs> Potentially, you know, this could be, uh, you know, the next year's challenge again. Spurs, Chelsea. It or... could be. Okay. Anything else about the FA Cup? We're done. Okay. Um, that's actually it for football talk. Um, football fixture talk, anyway. Um, I think something that's cropped up recently. Football talk would have been a better name for the podcast. Just saying. Just any football talk. Hence, we can now talk about things like. No, not any football. How many players are actually on free transfers this summer? So in two months. So, and we've spoken about the fact that if you're an upcoming team into the Premier League, 
or you wanted to form a brand new team just like that and had some wages to... to if you were a shake, with some money running um, around? Would you bother buying a club? Would you just invent a club and snap up all the free transfers that are available? Um, I've got a little list um, of Premier League stars and a couple of European stars that are on free transfers this summer. Hit me. Um, how should we do this? Should we go down the list and maybe pick out a starting eleven that we think is pretty decent? Well, why don't you read the list and then... Okay, I've got three goalkeepers. Okay. One is the West Ham goalkeeper, Adrian. One's the Bournemouth goalkeeper, uh, Boric. And then you've got the Man City goalkeeper, Caballero. Um, Caballero's on a free as well? Free transfer. Why? He's when mid-30s. Guardiola loves him. him. No, he loves Bravo. Oh, the, the other bald guy. <laughs> He's not um, bald. Uh, they're, they're all pretty similar. Um, I'll, I'll play with no keepers then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think Caballero's probably the best out of those three. The fact yeah, that Man City, he's played Champions League games. Adrian's alright, I just don't like him. Okay, so we're talking about a mid-table goalkeeper. That's yeah. quality. Okay, defenders is where I, the, there's huge names in here. Um, whether they are their peak form, that's another discussion. Um, just got announced yesterday, John Terry's even Chelsea. Um, he's been there 22 years. Um, there's the first option. Per Mertesacker, uh, the German saviour at Arsenal. Not, not in need so much. He's often a free as well. Big um, then the other big names, I'll go down them quickly. You've got Zabaleta. You've got Ivanovic, you've got Glenn Johnson. Already there, that's a great back four of... <laughs> you've got Sanya and Clichy. Oh, wow. Um, and you've got uh, Julian Lescott. These are players... That's a serious defence. These are players who had their Not time. Yeah. But even like, even during his time, Lescott, yeah, when he yeah. made the move to Man City... Yeah, well, all of them the best, during the their time. Okay, so that's one, two, three, four, five, six, eight defenders. Well, think... Zeki Fryers. Zeki Fryers. Um, do you think those eight would get you through a season? And would you be happy with that? That's... Put it this way. That's better than some of the defences. That's, that's better than ninety percent of the Premier League defences. Ninety's quite high, but no. Who who are, who's got a better defence than Clichy, Sanya, Terry? Imagine how well, many Man titles Ivanovic and Terry. Imagine how many titles they've won between them. And Ivanovic. Ivanovic as well. That's. Do you know what? Glenn this? Johnson's only thirty-one. Glenn Johnson's been around a long time. Glenn Johnson's a great player as well. Wow. He's at Stoke. Why is Stoke? Are Stoke letting him go, or is he just? He's, he's, he's got a year left. I think they've offered him an, ex- an extension. Has he been playing this year? I don't know. Stoke are one of those mid-table teams. Yeah. Never really challenged top six or anything. That's not really watch their games anymore. <laughs> anyway, that's a lot of big names in there. Um, and actually, I think that the midfield probably even betters it slightly. Let me go down this list. The number one pick, I think we mentioned it earlier, Jav, is Cathola at I don't understand Arsenal, that one. Who I think he's not, I is he, is he not even it. 30 yet. I don't understand it. Michael Carrick. You've got Cathola. Then you've got Michael Carrick. You've got Yaya Toure. You've got Navas. I just found out, and I hope this is still active, that Robin is on a free transfer from Bayern Munich oh this summer. Um, and Lu- Ribery. Ribery as well? Yeah. Amazing. Fletcher. Uh, Lu- Fletcher. Lucas Lever and De Rossi from Roma. Oh. That's like 10 top names there at the moment. Charlie Adam. Um, Carrick can obviously still do a job. He's still putting in good performances for Manchester United, although he can't now play 30, 40 games a season. Um Yaya Toure, despite not starting with Manchester City this summer. He still plays. He now plays, yeah. almost week in, week out for Guardiola. Um, if Cothola can get off the injury bench, um, he could probably put in some good games. And Robin and Ribery are still, you know, tearing up in the Champions League for Bayern is. Munich. Carrick, Yaya Toure, Robin and Ribery. Done. That's your four across field. the middle. That's pretty decent. And De Rossi's only 33. For like a holding midfielder, you think he's still got a couple of years out of him as well. Um, he said Cazorla, yeah. And Cthulhu on the bench. It's Arsenal. Um, I've got four strikers here. The first is obviously the most on-form striker, Ibrahimovic. Um, he signed a one-year deal to join Manchester United. I think he might have another year on the table. 
that's been offered to him, um, and he's weighing as a, weighing up his options. So 19 goals um, in the Premier League this season, which is pretty yeah, stunning performance. Yeah. Um, I've also got Fernando Torres here, in and out of the Atletico Madrid team. Um, his best years are a long way behind him, but he could be a substitute striker. You then got Balotelli, who's scoring goals in Nice. Complete free transfer this He's summer. Joking. And then you've got Aruna Kone. Um, Everton paid, I think, twelve million for him three or four years ago. Missed two whole years through injury. Kuma doesn't fancy him, but there's a twelve, 12 million pound striker just sitting there on a free transfer now. Lavezzi as well at PSG. Really? Wait, wait. He's in China. Lavezzi, he went to China. This is an old article. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's start again with the goalkeeper. I'm guessing even Benega's not Benega's not uh, free either. Oh, Robert Perez. <laughs> um, so, so if we go if we go to go down this team, Caballero in goal. Let's say you've got John Terry, Mertesacker, Zabaleta, Sanya Klishi, Yayatore, Carrick, Robin and Ribery. Ibrahimovic and Balotelli up front. Mate, that's a serious thing. This is what I mean. You pick that team and you throw them into the Premier League. We're all in agreement. They're not getting relegated. That's not happening at all. So already you're better than three teams in there already. Where do we think about a potential finish for this team? Think about how much it would cost to buy all those players at their market value. What is their market value? The fact they're coming up to free transfers. Let's just say say we give each one of them 100 grand a week, right? How much is that really going to cost you in a season to get all to get twenty players? Yeah, that's probably the same amount that like I don't know Stoke probably pay their whole squad. Yeah, and they they'll do a lot better. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to see a team like that. That'd be like the All Star team, <laughs> yeah. like the Holland Globetrotters. It reminds me a little bit of AC Milan from a few years ago when yeah, they suddenly yeah. started getting Seedorf, David Beckham in, Inzaghi, Ronaldo, Ronaldo, all of them in there. Honestly, if I well was well past a, their you know their if best I was a shake, I'd go and buy like Sunderland, sack everyone, just say yeah, you're all, you're all free agents, and just get all of these guys in. Are we just talking about what they do in America normally, to a lesser degree China now, although they're getting more players than they peak. What are we talking about? Just get some of these players who are past the sell by date, just to try and, and throw them into a team. Who yeah. would the manager be? Who would manage this team? Oh, it would be like okay, wait, one of those ex Chelsea. Wait, is there any managers on the going, contract? Go, going along with this, Hiddick. it has to be a manager who's available Hiddick. or who will be available this summer. Although he's retired, David Moyes is probably available this summer. Yes. Any takers? Yes, Moyes. No, I reckon. Moise. But I know who the ideal manager to manage that. That, <laughs> that lot of exactly. Hundred <laughs> percent. Big Sam. And you'll get JJ Okocha back. <laughs> he's the manager for this team. Hundred percent. But he's getting the best out of them as well. Did Bol- did, was it Bolton? They also have Dugarry there as well. For a yeah, while. Dugarry. Yeah. Yeah. Any old Riffraff, Jorkaev, everyone. Anelka. El Hadji Diop. El Hadji Diop. Yeah, El Ivan Camper. I saw an interview during the rounds of El Hadji Diop. He was having a go at Steven Gerrard. You must have seen that or not. Yeah, um, same what? Disgusting player. Yeah, he's really having a go at Gerrard. Like, he wasn't much of a man. He had an argument that you really? looked down, doesn't get anything off him. Doesn't respect him at all. Hated then he backtracked slightly as the, the the interviewer was questioning him, but it was quite disrespectful. Yeah, just this whole spitting and uh, he's an annoying player. Okay, so there's a lot. I of think food. they'll finish seventh. Though. Okay, let me ask you. Let, let me ask you this question, um, Jab. Which one of those players, if you can only take one, would you take at Arsenal? Balotelli. Really? You take I'd, what? I'd love to. Have, he's still young as well. He, mate, Balotelli will get you twenty goals a season. Will you take Balotelli ahead of Ibra? Yeah. Younger. So Balotelli. Yeah. He could I'd, turn it around. I'd take Balotelli. He, he was a top player. I'm stunned that he's available on the free. He's, he's still a Liverpool player. 
and this is last year. He's on. He's on loan. So they didn't France. sign him. Nice. I thought Nice signed him. Oh uh, yeah, loan. And that's it. He right. did well in Nice, didn't he? Well, he started off really well, from what I remember. No, he's scoring goals. I think Nice are guaranteed for the first time in their history a top four spot. I think. Wow. In France, which is a great achievement. I've been to Nice a few times. There's no one there. It's like a ghost town. It's like Monaco. Um, it's quite an achievement. That's amazing. I t- I definitely take Baratelli. Indy, who would you take out of all those free transfers to Tottenham? Robin. <laughs> no, he's finished. Robert, yeah, like yeah, that goal yeah. against Arsenal. Yeah, 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 like yeah. yeah, 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 Actually, I wonder if Kolo is on a free transfer as well. Kolo is always on a free transfer. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have a Kolo, he just plays for club for free. That guy just rocks up. Kolo, you don't play here. <laughs> Yeah, I, I do now. <laughs> but we do need a defender. So Brendan Rodgers yeah, you take him wherever he goes. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, so I think that's quite a decent little squad there. Who did you say you take, sorry? Robin. You take Robin. Who do you okay. take? Um, if Ribery's true, I've always loved Ribery, and I wish he left by Munich. I don't know, I want to see him in the Premier League. Is he? Uh, I'd have taken Ribery. If Ribery's available, I'll take him. Um, if not, because Jav mentioned his name, and he also mentioned Pirlo, um, I think I would take... <laughs> I'll take Yaya Toure I think Yaya yeah, yeah. from, from the Barca days I love Yaya Toure yeah. and sometimes just to see like a huge beast of a man striding past our midfielders which you can still do on it's good days to be honest I'd love to see that on. I was going to say um, out of those that list of players the one who you'd still say is performing at his peak is probably Ibra still yeah well he's had one great season also, bad news, Ribery is extended for another year. <laughs> what a surprise. More, more fake news from Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> but Kolo is available. <laughs> of course. Um, nice. Okay, brilliant. All right. Um, thank you very much, Dav. Say goodbye. Peace. Uh, Indy, say goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening in. And hopefully see you in the next one. Bye-bye.